Hi and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast where I, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a digital delivery manager. Uh, we'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap that up in a way which makes sense for you. This is a daily series of podcasts which are released on both your favourite podcast software but also a video version on YouTube if you wish. So if you want to get in touch, get involved in the podcast, maybe be a sponsor or just have an opinion, uh, get in touch via Twitter at MarioDC. And don't forget to check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, The Delivery Manager Daily. Hello and welcome to The Delivery Manager Daily. This is episode eight and a bit. Um, Still waiting for episode nine. I wanted to do a couple of very short... um, in a way that your mum would understand descriptions of things that I hear delivery managers throughout my career kind of explain to clients and colleagues and, and they get it a bit wrong. And one is in particular DevOps, what that is. Um, so welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. We're going to walk through what DevOps is in, in a way that um, if you're not technical, hopefully I can make it come to life for you. And also you can explain to a client or a colleague and ideally watch this on YouTube because there is a, a nice whiteboard that I've done that kinds of conveys the notion of what DevOps is. So jumping straight into it, um, to understand what DevOps is and why it came about, we have to first look back at history and how projects used to be run and in a classic waterfall styly you'd have the notion of um, an idea being formed governance being built around it a plan being fully formed and set in stone and then something would be built to a certain specification it was only then tested to find out that it was wrong and then it would be passed back up the line to be fixed and then it would be tested again and it would still be wrong and you'd go through iterations of these through waterfall gates until you got to a point where it was ready for the market at which point the market needs had changed and lo and behold you had a project that was massively over budget massively over time and you only need to look back through history at projects like, like the space shuttle project in particular or, or more recently over the last 20 years or so you know big public sector projects that have gone wrong this kind of notion of um testing after it's been built is one of the very reasons agile has been such a thing for the past 20 30 years or so right if not longer to try and get out of that waterfall mentality well as people have refined kind of how they work and organizations have changed and started or tried to over the last 30 40 years implement enterprise agility one of the things that's come to the foreground is devops what is devops it's two things um it's both a cultural enablement for developers to be able to work in an environment to submit code to check code out in a safe space to be able to write code in isolation test it before submitting back to in effect a master branch or a repository to be able to have this ongoing uh, continual improvement and continual release cycle if that doesn't make sense think about how you use your iphone every few weeks you'll get an ios update you get a little notification to say uh, ios 14 point something has been released and it's going to fix these problems and bring you these new features and then um it asks you to put your phone on charge when do you want to install it and then apple do this very clever thing where they uh, download the the package uh, sanity check it to make sure it's not going to break your phone make sure your phone's connected to power and then it deploys that update to your operating system on your phone and you get bug fixes and these enhanced features and that's been happening ever since we've had iphones right that is a ci cd uh, pipeline a really good quality one so continual uh, improvement continual delivery and that's what you aspire to do in particular when you're delivering software but also devops is a cultural thing to an organization as well which 
as well as from a technical perspective, which we'll talk about in a minute when we talk about, in quotes, a DevOps pipeline, um, what we're also talking about is an organizational notion of bringing a development or build team and an operational team together. So typically in those waterfall projects that we spoke about, it would always be a case of once the build team had built the thing and handed it over to operations, it's their problem now. We've built it. It worked in our test environments. You have it. And that hasn't worked for, for a long time and caused so many problems and challenges. And if you look at organizations that are managing really wieldy um, legacy platforms and pieces of software that's been built outside of sort of group testing and they're having to manage all the faults and things because it's an in quotes operational problem now. So what do we mean by operations in a business? These are the people that are using the thing off, often back office staff or if you've ever worked at a call center and you've used call center software that's been built by the same organization. Obviously, it was built in a perfect environment. It's rolled out to your 300 call agents and it's ropey, full of bugs, etc, etc, because none of the people that use it day to day were involved in the testing or the build or the design. So DevOps is bringing those groups of people in an organization together. So it's this notion of not lobbing code over the wall and then leaving it uh, for another part of the business to deal with. And if you're looking on YouTube, you'll see that the, 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 the I guess the, the graphic of that is a wall and the two departments chucking stuff over to one another, whether it's a ticket to fix something or the code in the first place. And that's a problem that's endemic in organizations even now. Also, from a C-level executive perspective, obviously these ideas come to fruition and organizations want to change or they want to build something or do something and everyone gets excited and we start building straight away without actually thinking about the cost of ownership the cost of running the thing that you're building whether that's a service or a product the people that are consuming the service or product or supporting it they need stability the operational part of the business need that st stability and often they're they're not thought about so again you have this kind of uh, tennis match of just lobbing stuff lobbing features over without thinking of the people um, that are supporting and running the thing that's being built so devops was born and it's born through this notion of this continual loop of communication development strategy and, and techniques a foundation of technology and tools and also cultural enablement to make sure that both the build and the development side of the business, along with the operation and the testing side, are joined together. And it's this integration, and you'll often see DevOps uh, diagrammed as like some form of infinity loop. There are some core principles of DevOps flow, making sure that there's a constant feedback loop between these sides of the business, that feedback, and there's a mechanism to provide that feedback. And then the CICD bit, which is continual integration, continual delivery which involves tooling and involves technology as well to make sure that it's possible to release code continuously to a product that's gone live to be able to further enhance refine support upgrade and scale so if we look at what developers do again in a in a from a, a developer perspective they're going to have some form of plan or they're going to do the plan themselves they're going to write the code they're going to build that code and they're going to test the code but there needs to be a way to get people in operations to look at what that product's going to look like before it's deployed to be able to inform and advise and offer feedback and make sure that the testing is done as they go so there's no big bu bugs to fix as your first uh, version is released 
So that's where Agile comes in. So you start using practical elements of Agile like Kanban and your show and tells and going through Scrum to be able to facilitate that feedback loop. And they're all the things that feed back into that DevOps pipeline. Lean taken from manufacturing. A lot of those lean principles work in this example as well. So that notion of I think there's seven or eight lean principles like satisfy the customer, welcoming change, being able to deliver frequently, working together, trust and support, uh, maintaining simplicity and reflecting and adjusting on the fly, DevOps supports, the notion of agile supports. And from a manufacturing perspective, we've kind of taken those and embraced them as a way of working. It's really important that we understand and recognize that DevOps is an integral part of agile. So if we look at the technical elements, what do developers need and what does a development team need to be able to uh, regularly release code? Well, you're going to need some form of version control and some form of code um, release control software, like whether it's Jenkins or Git, which you've probably heard of, and, and they're pretty popular. And this is this notion of being able to uh, submit code to a master branch and those branches can be controlled and monitored and deployed, uh, making sure that everything that's submitted to them has been tested first then that is automated using orchestration tools. And if you've seen one of my talks on um, management consultancy, I think uh, Zebia Labs have done like uh, the periodic table of, of DevOps tools. So I won't go through the hundreds, if not thousands of tools available, but being able to automate the process of checking code out, writing the code, submitting it and going through various sets of tests to make sure that it's fit for purpose before it's submitted to that notion of a master branch. Um, that automation is absolutely integral to that DevOps uh, foundational pipeline. Making sure that the developers have access to those tools in a way that makes sense, that's seamless and frictionless, even down to things like as a delivery manager, making sure your dev teams have got the right laptops with the right environment set up. They've got access to all their kind of dependent software and they're comfortable and they can check code in. They can see the, the, the Git repository or whatever uh, repo software that you're using and be able to use tools like in a .NET environment like Azure DevOps to be able to report on the health of those branches, how many times code has been checked in and out, where code has been unsuccessful, where bugs have been found or unit tests have failed. And you want to automate as much of that as possible as part of that DevOps uh, foundation and that DevOps pipeline to make sure that if you are a delivery manager running a software project, you want to make sure that you're in a position as early as possible to get that sorted so you can start writing code, submitting it and testing it in an automated way because later down the project life cycle, when you've built more of a thing, the importance of DevOps becomes super important. And if you've half-jobbed it at the start, then you're just kind of building on this, this house of cards and then it'll all come down. Nothing worse than deploying a service live to customers or users and then realizing that you've got no easy way to deploy bug fixes. And obviously this problem... Uh, manifests exponentially based on your user base so it's really important again when we talk about well what are the most difficult things to set up first in a project get that devops pipeline uh, sorted so broadly speaking that's kind of devops and obviously if you're technical and you're super into devops or you're a devops engineer i'm bastardizing the topic and the subject for merely people that don't talk about it every day so in summary, what is DevOps? It's two things. It's both a technical enablement for delivery teams to be able to submit, test and release code 
into the wild to a live product to be able to scale it and refine it using version control tools, automation tools and um, testing tools uh, and making all that available and visible uh, to project teams but it's also a cultural thing bringing operations and other parts of the business that would use that product or are involved in supporting that product and bringing them in together using agile ways of working such as Kanban and Scrum to be able to make sure that there's continuous kind of infinity loop based on three principles of flow feedback and continual integration and continual uh, delivery or sometimes people say continual deployment as well so in about 10 minutes, I think I've covered that. And obviously, you'll really appreciate if you can see it, the whiteboard that I've, I've drew, which will make this come to life a bit. So I will include that in the notes. Make sure you download it. And, and if you're a delivery manager and you're not that technical and you're trying to get to grips with what DevOps is, uh, then obviously uh, you've got a little bit of an explanation there that is hopefully in plain English. Hopefully that was useful. It's episode eight and a bit. I'm your host, Mario Di Cristofano from the Delivery Manager Daily. Have a fantastic day. Uh, and if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can go to Twitter. Uh, daily underscore DM, I think is the handle, or Mario DC. You can find me on Twitter pretty easily. And we have an Instagram, which I'm, I'm just about to set up to. So we're getting, we're getting into this podcasting game hard so hopefully you're enjoying these episodes but uh, thanks for listening have a great day and talk to you very soon